Hello, children. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast. I am Autodassing, and tonight I am joined with uh, Weekend Jared. Yeah, baby. What's up? <laughs> Alex Schlegel. Good to see everybody back on the Facebook, you extremist. <laughs> and uh, speaking of extremists, we have extremist Bab. <laughs> extreme <laughs> to the extreme. <laughs> oh man! So uh, I we have uh, had a little took a little week off there. Uh, we just got back from Pork Fest, so uh, at least uh, extremist and uh, Alex and I we we <laughs> we were we were in uh, up in New Hampshire. But um, before we get started tonight, I do want to say like um, it kind of sucks to uh, have to talk about this, but um, one of uh, a few. You know, he's been on the show a few times. Uh, Nick Castleterra, he uh, passed away in a car accident a few days ago. And I mean, he's been in he was actually in our punk or in a anarchy basement a few times. And, oh, fuck. And uh, yeah, they just found out that he died uh, today. God damn. So I just want to say, like, you know, rest in peace, man. And uh, sucks. Yeah. But uh, we're going to in this episode is for you, man. Oh, yeah. Damn, dude. That sucks, man. I remember bunk. Uh, speaking of pork fest, last time I hung out with no, it was probably yeah, it's probably the last time I hung out with him. It was uh, hooked him up with some. Uh, he bought some uh, heady toppers uh, <laughs> from me. Yeah, that's right. We talked about that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude, we were that at sucks, man. Or, you know what? That sucks, man. It might have been the last time he was visiting Baltimore. Yeah, fuck. That sucks, man. Yeah, sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, uh, he's he was on, and it was funny because we were just. I was just thinking about the story about how like you know he pretty much he, him and, and big eth uh they got into a fight and <laughs> the first time he was in anarchy basement and uh it was yeah, it, was, it was pretty funny i actually funny missed story. that but i heard it was like a total like shit show <laughs> yeah, yeah I, missed, I missed it too he got like so nick got like really drunk and just started getting belligerent with you know ethan and <laughs> I, the, the podcast is still out there if you guys uh yeah. well ethan check it draws out. that out of people though yes he does yeah i, I, I love the guy but like he, he he's yeah, he, he draws it yeah. out of me. <laughs> I miss. Yeah, he's not even on Facebook anymore. I don't think. Really? Oh, Damn. we gotta get him back on the show, man. I he's know. Too, I would love to have him back on. It's too extreme for Facebook. He is. He is. <laughs> he is a little extreme. But yeah. So we're uh, what's that? We're doing this uh, special Friday night episode because we're gonna take uh, the extremist holiday off. Um, you know, so we're uh, we're gonna give you a special Friday night episode here. There's so much stuff to talk about. I mean, everything happened. While can, we were up, can, we just, can we just roll the video right now and let people begin to celebrate <laughs> this holiday this a little bit early? Fireworks. Just, this is a treat. I feel like this is a treat that that, that all of our fans yeah. deserve to enjoy immediately. <laughs> Let's kick this Fourth of July weekend off properly. We can do it. <laughs> all right, here you go, people. Let me make sure I'm at the beginning here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Seventeen Yay. people have been injured as Los Angeles police detonated an illegal fireworks cache. Uh-oh. Five thousand pounds of explosives. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Good job. Next customer. Oh, oh here's another angle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh my shit. god. Stay uh, back. Stay back. No. Stay oh, back. Yeah. Just tell everyone to stay they had back to do that for, for safety reasons. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, oh, look at the cars like right next to it. Oh, <laughs> oh dude. 
for people Holy. that are listening to the audio only version of the podcast that you're missing some incredible pyrotechnics as the police do what they do best just Holy. fuck shit up on <laughs> i mean this is yeah, karma. Just- this is karma like thank god the extremists oh. aren't aren't using enjoying those fireworks you know on <laughs> this weekend but oh, the, uh, the, the uh, windows of a nearby shop are completely freaking- blown out dude how stupid is this oh, how stupid god holy shit that laundromat's gonna that they fucked up that whole community they were dude. Just, cars, cars it looked like it was a poor i mean i don't want it looks like that coin laundry will never be the same no there and i don't want i don't want to like sound racist but i mean it, they showed like a bunch of like what looked like uh hispanic people watching so it's well, i mean it's probably like a poor it could be like a poor okay yeah that's true yeah, it could be like a poor Hispanic neighborhood or something. I'm just I like don't know that for sure, but they got a huge cachet well, from their whatever it is in Mexico. It's more poor now. Yeah, right. it's, definitely, yeah. it's definitely not richer for the experience. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, no. no. So many cars, like so many However, people, will not be getting to work because their cars were fucked up by the police. Yeah. Uh, However, it does enrich our show and the it entertainment. Does, it does make good content. We can feel and this and this important season as we want to reflect on, on what government means to us. Uh, this is a nice thing to to enjoy. So uh, thank you for sharing that, Jared. Yep. Yes. They well, literally shout out from a fellow Jew oh. here. <laughs> a fellow Jew. Hello to Jared. <laughs> hey, Robert. Are you guys plotting something? Yeah. <laughs> Looks like more extremists out there. Yep. Yeah. I'll, I'll see you at the bank later. <laughs> <laughs> another another Masadi Masadi. Yeah, I'll see you at yeah. the Masad meeting later. <laughs> Oh man, God! So yeah, so there was that, and then it, it's funny because the state does that, but yet they like to—they've uh, been calling us extreme. It, it started off uh, with the the president meat puppet. Um, meat puppet. <laughs> he, was uh, it CGI Joe or meat puppet Joe? <laughs> this could be either. We it don't could, know. It's hard to tell, right? I don't know. The reptilian loves a sh- shape shift. <laughs> Fucking meat Joe. Are we talking? About, are we? Are we talking about Klaus Schwab again? <laughs> I swear to God, he must. I think he's running things now. It's just like people are just like, well, whatever Klaus Schwab says, we're doing. Like <laughs> Facebook, the, the president, anybody. Like you look at anybody out there, they're like, they got they got the playbook from Klaus Schwab, Santa for Klaus, the Great Reset, and uh, they're just going for it. So, All right? No, no. It it definitely feels that way. I've got a question. Is this extreme content from this Bebo? Is content. This is extreme content. You this have been extreme exposed. content. You have yeah, been, been exposed. exposed. Seek help immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a help desk for that. Yeah. But yeah, so what did uh, what I, I, did, uh, I had Biden... clicked on that? I never, did anybody click on it to see what yes. kind of help you get? Okay. Yes, I did. And um, what kind of help did it ask get? you to report like specific people? Well, let's not jump. Let's jump. I want to know what the president said. I want to hear right. this full quote because I've only heard speculations. I know I didn't really hear the full quote. So if we want to do, is it a video? The play? Wait, are we talking or, about the what are we talking the about? F-16, the F sixteen or the oh, what is okay, it? Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Well, let me uh, let me cue this bad boy up. Okay, yeah, I I have not seen this video, um, but apparently this is the president making threats. <laughs> it's not the first time he's done it. This is what's embarrassing. Uh, we have, I don't know, like what, isn't this? Yeah, this is literally the second time I think he's threatened to murder <laughs> citizens. Here, here it is. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. 
Enough rogue gun dealers feel like they, they can get away with selling guns to people who aren't legally allowed to own them. And I might add, the Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun. What? what? Yeah, white people. <laughs> right. say the blood of the, Hold on, listen to him stumble through this. Patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're all the stuff move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water in the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that it's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. That guy's the president. Holy crap. <laughs> I mean, is he? Is Jesus. he, though? I mean, is he, though? I thought no, seriously. Was. He was, I mean, look, did you see him squinting at the at the teleprompter? I mean, oh my God. He does well, this first you can see him, like, forgetting his, he always rubs, like, yeah, he's always he rubbing like, his temple. Wait a second. What am I doing I here? Like, where am I? Is he getting his necessary adrenochrome? Because he doesn't look so good. Well, Epstein Island's been, you know, shut down. Jis Lane is locked up. Apparently a judge uh, is apparently unsealing the docks. So who knows? Mm. That that adrenochrome trade might be on, like, shut down, drying up. So he's he's withering away. His reptilian skin is, like, coming through his, like, flesh suit. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. I think I'm going to I'm just going to throw one out here to Klaus Schwab, a little bit of advice. OK, like it's time to get the CGI Joe thing working. OK, <laughs> this, this, the, the meat Joe is a failure, dude. Dude, yeah. you're, you know, like, I mean, you seem to be having a lot of success with it anyway, but um, but this is uh, this is doomed to failure. That dude is he's just like one. He's just like not like a like an addict nodding off or what the hell is he? I don't <laughs> know like, what he's doing. He's like a I, leaner in Baltimore, dude. Yeah, right? he's. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. It's the CGI. He's glitching out. It's glitching out. Get him and get, you know what? Get him like move the teleprompter closer so he doesn't have to squint his beady little eyes. Right. Or maybe you know? kick up. Well, the honestly, I mean, honestly, what's probably happening is they're just it's everything's leading towards Kamala taking the reins. They got to uh, slowly oh, like ease like, him oh, out. Show it. You know? Show him. Show the decline. So everybody exactly. believes it when they need to transfer oh. uh, yes. power to. uh uh, yeah, Kamala. Yeah. That'd be great. Well, you know, it's I think it's the it, you know, that's the police state America wants right now. Right. Like, did you see the numbers on federal spending for new police officers? Like he just freaking doubled Trump's. Spending oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. more than doubled it. <laughs> hey, no worries. Yeah. Guys. And it was it was spending on hiring police. Right. This is where the federal police. government sends a check to your local police department and says, you should have more cops. Here's yeah. here's hundreds of millions of dollars. Go nuts. Right. You need a whole because, fleet of Bearcats now. Because obviously <laughs> you're not arresting enough people. So you're going to need more cops. Yeah. And then if you need Bearcats, we've got those over here. So uh, <laughs> are you a school board having a problem with truancy? We've got grenade launchers. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not making that up. You know it's true. I know. <laughs> it's but wait, but wait, but wait. Oh, yeah, you but can't we, have a grenade launcher because we have F-15s and we'll nuke you. <laughs> so, yeah, right. But I feel like if, if you're going to at least take on the LA school board, you should be able to match them with equal <laughs> grenade launchers, right? Yeah, like, or or some states, like uh, I believe New York State was trying to pass a state law to ban body armor. It's like I making it a felony. Or if you're a felon, you can't buy body armor. Or if you well, buy it, you're right. a felon. Yet I can't just to protect myself. And we got the president glitching out, saying, "Hey, I might nuke you. I might come in. I might bring in the F-15s in low and strafe your strafe your whole neighborhood. <laughs> you extremists, you know. Just, just, right. but, we already know I, who you extremists are, thanks yeah. to Zuck. You know, yeah, Facebook Zuck. is labeling me an extremist, and in some states, I can't. Like, I gotta, I gotta." give you fingerprints in the state of Maryland just to purchase a new fucking handgun. You know what I mean? Like I got to go through this whole process to get a license and pay the state just to buy a fucking handgun. And the president of the United States is just glitching out saying he might, you know, just, I don't know. Hey, you know, let's just drop a nuke, you know, maybe that's got, part of the, maybe that's, words for that. Maybe that's part of the plan. He'll go out riding it down. Like in uh Dr. Strange love. <laughs> like Joe Biden just being just, dropped on a nuke, just just cowboy in that shit. Cowboy all, that all shit the way, all the way down. But all anyways, the way into Manhattan. What the fuck? But hey, this administration is saving us 16 cents on our fourth Fourth of July barbecue this weekend, wow. boys. We should thank well, that, them. That's what did, I heard. Did you yeah. see that? They put out a fucking press release. Can you believe that? How embarrassing. How embarrassing. <laughs> Could you imagine like thinking, hey you guys, this this is what's really gonna make everyone happy with, hey. with the administration. Hey, well, it's clear that right. they've been deployed on like it's not inflation. It's not inflation. Everybody, <laughs> hey, next next thing you're gonna see, like what what do you bet Facebook starts putting things like it's not inflation on as your like top level? Like remember when they did voting and then it was the vaccine and it's yeah. still COVID this. They start they're gonna be reinforcing the narrative, not inflation. That's not inflation. Not inflation. Don't believe your your what you're uh, spending. Don't believe the prices you're seeing with your eyes, dude. That's the thing. It it's like we're gonna be we're gonna get we're gonna be posting Mises and like economics and economics in one lesson or just what the government has done to our money or just sending people to zero hedge and we'll get flagged for oh this is extremist content or this is fact check this isn't true you know we're gonna try to red pill people on economics and i guarantee these platforms and big tech that'll be the next big thing that Dude, this tweet is so cringe that they put out right can you believe this, like, this? planning a cookout this year catch up on the news oh. Oh. according to the farm bureau what the fuck is the farm bureau another the cost of a, yeah the cost of a fourth of july barbecue is down from last year wow it's a fact you must hear the what i don't even get that uh hot dog what the fuck? This isn't even. I think Biden wrote this tweet himself. <laughs> oh, I get it. Hot dog. The Biden economic plan is working, and that's something we can all relish. Oh my oh, god! Oh fuck! Oh, Jesus! We should be impeached you know, just if, for if, the bad shit alone. Shouldn't that be enough for like China to be like, look, we're going to have to invade the United States. It's out of control over there. And they're going to come in with like a like a. a we'll be greeted as liberators. They'll say, and they'll be right. Like, we'll actually yes. be like, dude, thank God the Chinese just invaded Washington so we don't have to see garbage like this crap anymore. Uh, I'm ready to kill. 
Dude, you know what? And that'd be a great end to this year. Like all of us on PRL going full on Wolverine against the Red Army. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're going to be the Liberators. They're, they're going to right? be, you know, I don't know. Right? They're going to be like right. the French. They're going to be like the French in the American Revolution. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking hell. Well, fucking hell, man. Fr- Friday night podcast. We should do this more often. <laughs> Well, I mean, Facebook now considers us extremists. So let's let's just let's not disappoint. Yes. Yes. Let's go hard in the paint. When should you kill a cop, Jared? (laughs) (laughs) Whenever you damn well, please. Uh, So it's funny you say that, because like the first time I ever was on Punk Rock Libertarians, I got way too drunk and I started talking about when we should have to kill the cops. (laughs) <laughs> we're talking about that uh larkin rose video is that what it was well he no, had an article we were... and an article that yeah called when should you shoot a cop yeah and the first paragraph of the article <laughs> was like explaining how people will freak out about it without reading the article but you're going to read the headline and they're going to start freaking out and blah 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 and they're not even going to read this right yeah and sure enough <laughs> that's what happened yeah you know, uh, I, I think the answer there is one good answer that I think to that question is before they shoot you. Like some yeah. some, some point before then. I mean, and, you are allowed and, to you are allowed to act in self-defense. If someone and, is attempting to use you know deadly force against you, then you have the right to respond with deadly force yourself. Well, so I think apply, how many hundreds that is of millions will. of people in the past hundred years, how many hundreds of millions of people failed to do that calculation correctly. Right. Like they waited too long. Hundreds of millions of people answered that question incorrectly. So when we choose for <laughs> ourselves, think about those hundreds of um, hundreds of millions of people murdered by their own governments. Right. Is that extremist enough? No. <laughs> Not enough. We, no, we are because <laughs> insert why, you know. According well, to I Twitter think and I think Facebook. This is it's my favorite meme thus far. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, it says, <laughs> so, the, so one of the one of the messages that Facebook is now splashing across our uh, feeds is uh, says, are you concerned that someone, you know, is becoming an extremist? We care about preventing extremism on Facebook. Oh. Others in your situation have received confidential support. How you can help. Blah, 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 blah. And then underneath that, confidential support. (laughs) And then underneath of that, it has a picture. It has a picture of uh, Ben Kenobi, and it says, "Well, of course I know him. He's me." (laughs) Ah, yes, (laughs) fucking awesome. Ben Kenobi, Uh, yes. Ben Kenobi, yeah. So some of the things when you clicked on that, it tells you what what it says. You you may have been exposed to harmful extremist content recently. Some of the things is what arguments do violent groups use to gain followers? Ooh. They may be persuasive. They also use feelings of fear, anger, disappointment to further their cause to get them to uh, to join. They may use arguments based on these feelings to convince you that violence is the solution. Wait, Even are we talking about the U.S. military or are we talking about <laughs> this is the military recruitment office we're talking <laughs> yeah. about, right? Yeah. Oh, this is oh, it gets better. It says uh, like. Uh, it says, did you know research has shown that peaceful movements are more successful than violent ones at bringing about social change? Oh. Uh, and it keeps saying, remember, people have lost friends. Just ask George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> remember, people have lost friends, family members, and jobs because they were manipulated into joining violent extremist groups. 
because probably by the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So you can protect yourselves and those you love by recognizing and better understanding some of the main talking points. Quote, violence is the only way to achieve change. (laughs) Wow. Wasn't that what what BLM was saying for like six months? They were saying silence is violence. (laughs) What are they saying? Silence is violence. So, okay. uh, but <laughs> violence. Oh, so this is another bullet point. They have violence is against the law. Supporting a violent oh. well, of supporting a violent group can negatively impact you and your family. <laughs> so you mean like like wait like setting up the American flag in your yard? Is that right? What we're talking about uh, or or who is or, that? Or or blue line blue lives matter. Uh, yeah, thin blue who, line sticker on your bumper. Is that what we're talking about? Uh, or what if, or that fuck? Yeah, what if you displayed it? the what if it was blue lives splatter? Is that would that be considered extremist? <laughs> hey, that's the reason why we're celebrating this. Well, weekend, we, isn't that what we just watched on video, kind of? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I don't think there were any cash. Well, um, no, there weren't. I just do, got beer. Do you eye. guys remember <laughs> the, the early Tea Party? Remember, do you remember the early Tea Party before it, like that sort of like five minutes before it became co opted by the yeah. uh, uh, Republican yeah. establishment? Early, early Until, based like, version of it. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty. It was good times. Well, that was, was like good. Ron Paul was kind of involved in that initially, right? And then he was no, like, ah, "I'm out, homie." Well, we had a, we had yeah, a rally. We had a rally, a Fourth of July rally, in uh, right by the Liberty Bell. Okay, and we had Larkin Rose on stage. We had nice. Stephen Molyneux. I think Michael Bednarik, maybe. Anyway, we had you know we had some people up there, and uh, Larkin gets up there and he goes. The founding fathers were cop killers. <laughs> yeah. And there's all these Republicans yeah. standing around. Well, I don't uh, remember who was standing around. I think I think they at that point they kind of had this like segregated like all right, you'll do yours your we're going to do our Republican speakers here and then they'll like you'll do yours later. I don't remember. It was it wasn't like a big crowd gathered, but it was right there by Independence Mall 4th of July weekend. And uh, yeah, Larkin's out there calling the founding fathers cop killers, which of course is absolutely correct. And if you want to celebrate the spirit of the holiday or whatever the hell it is, uh, you know, it's about rebellion against government. Dude, it was the Tea Party was so based back then because it were in the in the initial in the early phases, and then both both uh, Occupy Wall Street, all the establishment. Democrats and progressives jumped in front of that line and co-opted it. And then all the like, quote, conservative establishment Republicans to make a career jumped in front of the Tea Party line and co-opted it because they realized the forces were like coming together that were like, yo, fuck the Fed, fuck this banking system, fuck these corporate bailouts. You know, they saw like, holy shit, things were coalescing and converging that the establishment shit their pants and then basically what what did they insert woke shit the fucking identity politics and well and and in in the conservative thing they wanted to make sure that you were being um you know you had to be anti uh immigrant you had to be anti-china you had to be anti-free trade pro-cop right so they're like you know pro-military uh, yes. You know, all of that stuff got in it, got, you know, like this is now what we're about, you know, like supporting yeah. police and troops and and saluting and songs yeah. and shit like Yo, that. For, for real, like we went from like 10, like 10, 12 years ago when shit was about to go, you know, boogaloo. And basically 
against Wall Street and the Fed and et cetera. And now we literally like Occupy was crazy. I mean, I remember they were like occupying down in like the inner harbor of Baltimore for like weeks straight. And uh, my boy Davey and me and a couple other Ron Paul people, we'd go down there and we'd have conversations with people. We'd hand out like and the Fed shit and like like document, you know, just anything to kind of have them look at from a perspective of central. And they knew it. The forces were coming together and they were scared. And they're like, you know, it was just establishment insert whatever to distract both sides to go in different directions. Cause now you went from that to basically where you would organize with these fucking commie socialists, mm. but they were like, fuck these banks. We're going to march down to bank of America in downtown Baltimore. And we're going to have like hundreds of progressives. And we would go down there and, you know, try to like persuade them towards the Liberty perspective and, and the federal reserve and the central banking and the fiat currency and et cetera, et cetera. And uh, they were receptive and they were like, hey, cool. Like, all right. Yeah. Come out next week or hang out with us in this because it's like, yeah, fuck Bank of America and all these bailouts, et cetera. But um, but now, t- 10, 12 years later, now, like Bank of America has floats on Wall Street at New York Gay Pride Parade. And, you know, they're handing out like all these corporations are like, oh, by the way, like in my fucking Baltimore gas and electric bill, they had to insert like it's Pride Month. And I'm like, <laughs> like you wasted a whole goddamn sheet of paper put it in an envelope and had to remind me, Oh, by the way, your electric and gas bill is due. We at BG and E are like woke as fuck, you know, and like care about gay pride, like corporate, all these banks, the whole wall street establishment. It's like, Hey, by the way, liberals, it's pride month. Remember like 10 years ago when you were ready to like burn the motherfuckers down, <laughs> like, you know, it's like, what, a, you know, both oh, movements but, were right. co-opted. Now, they're, now they're voting for, they vote for Biden. Biden you know. and all these fucks that have been in this. Stop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these motherfuckers, dude. And now we're the extremists. The dude. people that have kind of like so, see the forest through the trees and see that this bullshit has like, it's like this divide and They conquer. don't see it, though. They don't care. No, they don't so care. Fucking dumb. I don't know. I'm like. They, right. They, they double down on police. And they still they still say, well, you know, better than some other thing. No, they just doubled right. the federal funding on cops. You know, Dude, they just mother- like they're just oh they're, they're like boomer talk radio here in Boston. Oh, you got- thought you're going to get student loan? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you thought that was going to be repaid? <laughs> like you actually you thought you were going to get reparations? Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. You think this mother Biden? Like, do you see his track record? I'm still waiting on my Obama phone. When do I get the Obama phone? <laughs> right? Like, do you think these motherfuckers are ever going to come through on any of their stuff, their fucking promises? Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Anyways. Well, at least Obama closed Gitmo, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? I want to keep it open uh, to send all these motherfuckers there. <laughs> yeah, right? You know, I kind of want to petition to keep Gitmo open to send all these motherfuckers there. You know, you know, and too bad we sent there. Fucking uh, Rumsfeld before he died. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Damn. Holy so close. You can't even well, like. You know, I think we should right, take cause... a moment. I think. I think we Go need ahead. a moment of mourning here. <laughs> Recognizing <laughs> no, the passage of Rumsfeld and what? It, no, it's a sad occasion. Okay. Now listen. Whatever you think. Okay. When it when somebody like that dies of natural causes, it's no cause to celebrate. Okay. That's fair. It's a tragedy that he died of natural causes. And that's just a fact. Okay. It, it means he won. 
Okay. It means yeah. he got away with the shit that he pulled during all those wars, all the people he fucking murdered, all the hundreds of billions of dollars, the trillions of dollars that he helped transfer to, to the military industrial complex. That son of a bitch got away with it. You know, yeah. he made it to the if end of his out, life without somebody sh- doing what to him, what he deserved. I'm real. saying like, if you don't go out like Gaddafi, like you didn't, there's Yo, no like, for real. You went out like Gaddafi. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, just saying, man, that would have been, that would have been something. That would have been like, yes. I would rather, I would rather have Gaddafi alive than, and in, in favor for Rumsfeld going out like that. Like, the world would be a better place. Well, I mean, Qaddafi well, didn't Qaddafi. do anything to me. Of course it would be. <laughs> I mean, he'd be like he'd be like like uh, having the gold dinar and stuff like that out by right. Now. Like I'd probably be living in Libya right now. You know, <laughs> like welding, welding like like welding gas pipelines over there, or some shit. You know, making like basically like hey, you can make ten bucks an hour over here as a pipeline welder. Or whatever the fuck, or like in the mining industry, or anything that was going on over there, because they were about they were threatening the euro and the, and the petrodollar. I mean, they you were could still live there. Shit. You could still live there now, man. Yeah, now, now they have slavery. open slate. They got yeah, open slave slave, buy some dude. slaves, <laughs> right? Like, a lot. Man. Like Conda fucking Conda fucking Lisa Rice over there shaking hands with Gaddafi and and uh, and taking them off the terrorist watch list and etc. But they were their enemies. You know, we bombed them. In the 80s, we bombed Qaddafi in the 80s, but and then was on the terrorist watch list and they were blacklisted, etc. And uh, couldn't, you know, couldn't trade trade embargoes, etc. But then like Condoleezza Rice goes over, shakes his hand. Everything's good, you know, because there was oh, because they were involved with uh, the Pan Am terrorist attack where that flight blew up over Scotland. Yeah. So like but then like Condoleezza Rice goes over there just like fucking Rumsfeld shaking hands with Saddam Hussein in the fucking 80s because we were their fucking arms dealer. And then Condoleezza Rice is over there. And then, oh, you're K. Qaddafi. You're cool. Everything's good. Everything's fine. Oh, shit. All of a sudden, you're threatening the dollar a couple years later. Oh, now we're going to conjure up some shit, send the CIA over and, Mm -hmm. you know, have a, a fake revolution over here to get rid of a, quote, despot. Because, oh, my God, imagine if he created a North Africa union and actually had the like basically all their oil and resources backed by a currency that's backed by gold and be like, all right, fuck you, like uh, European Union. Fuck gold. Gold. You got to pay us in our currency. Yeah, kind of going to happen with all these Latin American countries that are yeah. talking about using Bitcoin as legal tender and. You know, we talked about this on the last show, I think, but El Salvador, mm-hmm. you know, it already got approved by their Congress or whatever. Um, and then there's other, I forget, there's some other countries in Latin America that are that are interested in doing the same thing. So, we're, you know, it's going to be interesting. I mean, already, you know, the I think it, they asked for like help. I don't know why they would need help from the fucking WHO or whatever, but they asked or not WHO, the one of those fuck one of those fucking like world economic oh uh the world yeah. bank or something yeah yeah the world bank i am in on it yeah they asked Klaus, <laughs> like, Yo, give us a hand and he was like nah. <laughs> the other thing that i the fucking plan <laughs> but yeah thing, i mean well oh, sorry just finish Jim, this we thought, though. but yeah um oh el salvador yeah yeah i mean so 
yeah i mean already they're they're not you know very warm to the idea of uh this sort of disruption of the you know global dollar hegemony but right i mean yeah there's only so much they can do you know they're not going to be able to launch full-scale wars on every latin american country i don't think yeah, <laughs> so, uh, well, actually, well, well which one haven't which one haven't they at once at once at once at once yeah <laughs> that might be well hard. we don't have to we don't have to do it that way you know i mean there's other ways that was it i didn't bring it up when, when we talked about that uh in el salvador actually one of my coworkers, he's from el salvador he's like machinist welder he just works there and like he has family that still lives there so when he he was like yeah did you hear about el salvador with the bitcoin i was like yeah holy shit and we had a conversation about that because he still has family that lives there mm-hmm. and i asked him about that do you ever think about moving back or whatever and he's just he's thinking about it and he said there's a lot of industry and, he, and i told him about oh well you know they're basically going to create energy from the volcanoes. And he was before that story even broke or before I knew about it, he was saying like, yeah, there's a lot of sites within El Salvador that they're doing mining. And he said, they're all like fenced off and very like secured area. He said where the military is. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of like, so I'm like, is that are they doing Bitcoin mining or like other like gold mining? Well, that's the thing too. The other aspect of it, he says that because it's on the ring of fire and the other thing too, I mean, Obviously, English is his second language. So there is a little bit when we're having a conversation, like I kind of miss some things. But he basically was telling me that um, because being in the ring of fire, he said there's a lot of mines with plutonium. And he said they're very high security. So you wonder, like, maybe if they're like, if the powers that be are like, hey, El Salvador, like, you can have a Bitcoin backed currency, do that. But there's something else in your country that, that's why we're not going to, you know what I mean? Like countries that have think, I guess maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It sounds a little conspiratorial, but he was saying that that's been going on for like a couple of years now where there's these sites mm. that they're like very high security by the military, but they're clearly like mining and construction sites where it's like, what are they up to? Mm. You know? So I don't know. I mean, maybe they want a nuclear program. That like could a be volcano a- lair for a super villain. Who knows? Dude, Briefly going maybe back we that, could though. be maybe we could have like an extremist like headquarters in a volcano <laughs> in El Salvador <laughs> right. where we where it's like where we mine Just Bitcoin, mine Bitcoin in, yeah. in lava pools. <laughs> <laughs> so Jared, you were gonna finish up with the oh the so Bitcoin I remember last Salvador. time James you brought this up. Um you were questioning whether they were gonna actually like force people to accept Bitcoin. And right, from what I read tender. From what I read, yeah, that is going to be that is allegedly the case from what i from what i heard so that kind of sucks i mean you should be able to accept whatever you want at your business but right you know what are you gonna do we could have like an <laughs> anarchy volcano layer <laughs> i don't know i mean that's a, it, it was interesting talking to my coworker because i was just like would you ever consider moving back like what's what's the economy like there like is there op, you know investment opportunities like could you make a, a fuck ton of because his he's a U.S. citizen, his wife is. And like, I was like, do you ever consider moving back there? Like maybe just hustling here. And I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Maybe it's, um, it's something I'll keep an eye on and like keep a, keep, keep a conversation with him going. So I'll keep cool. you guys updated on that. Yeah. I want to see how it goes. I, I asked my, uh, my lady friend if she wanted to go there and check it out. And she's like, no, nah, the, the crime rate's too high. Mm. And I was like, oh, like I was, I was going to argue. And so I go to like, look it up the crime rate to say like, oh, it's not that bad. I think it's the worst in the world. 
<laughs> oh, it's shit. Bad. Damn. Damn. So, you know, yeah. I mean, normally I'll say like, oh, with any country, you know, like I don't go to bad neighborhoods in Philly. Don't go to bad neighborhoods <laughs> in, you know, in Nicaragua. You know, you'll be fine. You know, like don't sweat it. Don't worry about, right. you know, yeah. Uh, if, if you keep, you know, if you know, if you know how to handle yourself and you know where to go and you know how to take, you know, like, you know, travel safely, I would say it's not a big deal. But at the same time, it's like, hmm, it is the highest crime rate in the entire world. If I read it right, like, oh, uh, I guess yeah. I, <laughs> you, maybe wait for Bitcoin to, hey, to take hold there for a little bit before you. Right. But, I, but it also right. It, my research also indicated that it had already the crime rate had dropped by like 20 percent over like like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So there might be already a trend towards a dramatically better uh, situation with crime. And if you certainly bring in more prosperity, um, I mean, you know, I think that's definitely going to, you know, make sure that there's better security and that there's just, you know, less people, less desperate people. So, yeah. uh, Because if you got a, if you got a Columbus, Central America, you got to have like McAfee money and have your own private security and and arms, uh, you know, like that's not, I, I hope I hope John McAfee's listening to the show right now from I wherever think he, he is. is where he I think faked he his is. death. Uh, I hope it's I hope he gets away with it. Yeah, I hope the kill Talk switch. About right? <laughs> Maybe he unleashed the kill switch and all this is coming out. Everything's going to be exposed. Mm. Somebody said something that was uh, maybe the kill switch was uh, the files were in that uh, building in Miami that collapsed mysteriously. (laughs) I did hear that. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I had some Q guy. Someone was saying that he owned like an apartment there or something. Yep. (laughs) That's in the Q Q sphere. Yeah. Um, I saw I I have uh, one of these guys I work with. He he uh, he came to me. He was like, did you hear about McAfee? I'm like, how do you know about McAfee? I'm like, you're right, a right. guy. And he was right, just right. like, I think, I think he, owned, he owned an apartment in that building class in Miami. I'm like, what building class? I'm like, I, what, get away from me. Like, I don't know the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> you know, my dad, my dad was saying the same shit. Like, oh he gets, my, my dad gets the Q drops. And he was telling, I'm like. Papa Schlegel. Yeah. I'm like, dad, you got too much time. In your Apple hands. doesn't fa- fall far from the tree. <laughs> no, but I'm like, dad, you got too much time in your hands. You're going down this like Q rabbit hole. But I'm like, <laughs> but um, but I heard the same thing. And I'm like, wait a minute. And then I listened to, uh, what is it? The propaganda report with, uh, so who's it? Monica Perez. And, oh, yeah. you know, and I'm like, I'm listening to it. I'm like, yeah, something seems a little sus with this building collapse. But to tie it to Ma- like, I'm like McAfee wouldn't have. I don't. I don't know. Like, I just, it just seems a little. Think McAfee would murder like 140 people or whatever. Right. Like, or no, that's how many people maybe died. The, maybe the maybe the FBI blew up the building to like prevent the files from being released if they suspected oh, that's where the server maybe. was or something. Right. Right. Hey, I, no, I'm, I I'm not going to do Q's like job. You got to just check with Q if you want to get more details on that one. Okay. Well, there are there are some like fishy. The reporting on it is very suspicious. Like suspicious. It just seems a little like, wait, what the fuck? It's always it's, suspicious. Well, the other thing too, when you're seeing the media coverage of it, CNN literally was leading in, interviewing the, I guess, the secretary, one of fucking Biden's stooges, one of his secretaries. And the CNN reporter just led in with about this tragedy of this building in Miami and basically was like basically steering the conversation to like, well, it's on the beach and with sea rises, 
with the sea levels rising and oh and, yeah and she basically was trying to like lead her in like oh this was a tragedy of climate change you know and we need to do oh, everything boy, about- i think you get it you you get a bonus every time you can link in climate change on CNN. Yeah, any you can, I think right, it's like a five, you, like like every yes. time. So it's kind of yeah, like so wait. it says there's uh so far there's 22 deaths, but they're still Damn. searching for 126 people. So oh, and it's yeah. been like Holy several shit. days. So probably yeah. Damn, oh I had I had yeah. not heard anything about that. But it's fucking weird. Like that's the thing, dude. Like we we're up at Porkfest. We were like. I a lot of it. shit happened during Porkfest. Wait, crazy. did McAfee die when you were up at Porkfest? Yeah. yeah. That was like or Thursday. Thursday. on the way up, I guess. Yeah, yeah on the way up. Because like Alex and I, yeah. we, we got there on Thursday. Um, we, yeah. we, yeah, we showed up like Thursday afternoon. So I'm like, what up. the fuck? Like, holy shit. Like, all these things are happening. I just hope to God he faked his own death. I mean, oh, if, yeah. I mean, he had billions at one time, right? Like, when you've got that kind of money, you can fake your own death. I mean, he faked. He that was heart able to send tweets from prison. He had some favor. Yeah. He knew some people. Yeah, Maybe true. he did some El Chapo type shit, right? Right. Or, or, or remember, uh, he faked his own. He faked a heart attack to get out of prison and wherever he was after he escaped. Uh, dude, how how awesome would that be if he just like emerged in like on some boat in the middle of like international water and just like right. fuck y'all bitches? <laughs> That'd be like, the best thing ever. <laughs> see yeah. no that's not how you fake your own death you fake your own death to to never come back that's true that's the idea but yet, uh, right at some so. point you gotta like come back and be like just so everyone knows that you got like you pulled it over on him yeah, like, he's you're like on your pop. death like you're on your deathbed at like 85 and you're like he's right. on that island with biggie call, and call the reporters <laughs> <laughs> would it yeah. you know what i think it might be a fitting tribute and and i don't i don't didn't know uh, John McAfee, and uh, but he seems like the kind of person that maybe if we created okay. what seems like him, proving that he's still alive out there on some other island in the South Pacific, given the finger, like somehow like create our own hoax that like he lives. A CGI you know, or, John. Yeah, somehow like just perpetuate that. You know, like he could he, whether it's true or not, he could become a symbol and a, and a rallying point for, for people to just, you know, give the finger to the man to run, to not, to, to not, you know, to not comply, try to escape. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm surprised he didn't die from a drug overdose before this. <laughs> I could be entirely honest with you. But that cocaine campaign video <laughs> or it wasn't his campaign video, but Yeah. Yeah, Holy wasn't shit. it him like announcing his I like some of, I watched He was like did a line of coke. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. a fucking wild man. Fucking I mean, wild he's, man. He's that, the best. But. That documentary on uh it was a total hit piece, but did you guys ever see that documentary on uh, Netflix? Nah, I've been meaning to though. Yeah, it was it was it was basically a, a hit. Well, you never fucking know, but interesting to kind of tie in like with what's going like considering like moving to El Salvador it kind of ties into that documentary where he moved. I forget shit. It was in Costa Rica, right? That's where, I don't know. I could go where the, the government interrupts. where the government was like trying to kill him or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, they basically said, they basically said he was mur- like he murdered his neighbor, but at the same token, like, but then he paid off, not paid off, but he basically invested a lot into the town and into the police department and the security, et cetera. Mm. And then he had his own private security like heavily armed so like you know you ever wonder like all right well was he maybe crossed or at some point like hey we got to get rid of this guy or the government of <laughs> costa rico like 
turned on him to do a favor for, you know, it, it, I don't know. It just seems like a hit piece. I mean, granted, he's a fucking wild man, so who knows? But I don't know. You might have to watch it. It's been a while since I watched it. I probably saw it like a couple it's years. Been a it while. Was, yeah, yeah right? I really regret. We almost we were like very close to having him be a guest yes. on the show. Oh, damn. That's but right. Like, but like yeah. this was before we had before like Zoom and shit. So like doing, in the before times. Yeah. So like bef- like doing um like we had to use like Skype and shit and we had to like pump it into our and we were using like old shitty MacBooks. Like we just or we couldn't support it technically. So yeah, unfortunately was, we had to bail. And he was calling from like a flip phone. And he basically was like, he was no, he was like, I, we were like, Oh, can you just get on Google hangout? Cause that would work better for some reason. And he was like, no, I only have Skype. And we were like, all right, well, we can't. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I remember uh, you came over to Burke back to anarchy basement at Bergman's and you came over like two, three hours, like prior to the podcast. And like Bergman was like freaking out. Cause I'm like, Bergman, chill the fuck out. Like, (laughs) I was like, calm the fuck down. Jared will figure it out. Like, you know what I mean? But he was I figured like, it out. It was just like the sis, our, our shitty ass like laptops couldn't handle it. No. And that was the thing. Because remember, like before he got the new Mac, it would like always fucking overheat. Yeah. That thing was a piece of shit. Right. And so there's nothing I could do. And, right. And John, John, he, he was very like, no, I only do. And he's calling from a flip flip phone. <laughs> God knows where, like yeah. somewhere around the world. Probably like in and, the middle of yeah the ocean. And, and we had to do it at a weird fucking time. Mm-hmm. And then. And it was, uh, and we, your friend, like trying to. Instead, like, we had Gary Johnson on. Right, we've had. Pff, fuck. <laughs> yeah, because that was the time. Yeah. And then Gary Johnson like next week or something. Yeah, Gary, he actually showed up to the house, but he was actually at the house, which was pretty. Cool. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll give him credit for that, but Gary, I'll send the cops to murder you to bake the cake, Johnson. You know. But yeah. so Gary Johnson was at your house. He was no, at Matt's uh, house at Bergman's. <laughs> Oh, okay. Did he bring weed? Um, like, I'd be like, I mean, if he showed up at my house, I'd be like, uh, all, you know, all right, you, you at least better have like a suitcase full of edibles, you know, no, whatever. He, uh, he did not. He didn't smoke that time. The whole interview, the whole night, he didn't smoke at all. Nah, because he was also like, I think right after that, he was going to a we had they had like an event for him at uh, the Alewife, which is like this, like awesome restaurant well, i think it closed maybe it closed but, remember yeah, we went closed. there oh that's right we were all there yeah yeah we were all there it was yeah l wife closed it was just cool it was on utah street in baltimore and yeah. it was a it was an old bank and they had really good food and bergman matt knew the chef that worked yeah, there chad yeah that was fucking cool that was a great event basically they rented the whole upstairs and there was probably a good like couple like probably about 100 people right jared it was a good turnout yeah it was a good turnout yeah yeah and uh i don't know but here's the thing where the fuck are all those people now they're all checked the fuck out you know Mm. but i digress because well because they weren't they they did they weren't involved ideologically no it was basically like oh cool here's a third option but whatever it's gary john oh cool right here's like maybe we can get some power for our ass yeah because you know because we don't we don't have power in that other club yeah he he watered that he waters down libertarianism hey he's kind of cool smokes weed he climbs mountains businessman former republican hey legalized weed but just whatever like where the fuck are all those people it was a cool fucking event like Bergman set that up. It was great beers. They had like that place, unfortunately closed. Cause it was kind of like in a sketch neighborhood of Baltimore. So 
but yeah, great. Like so many beers on tap. That place was dope. But yeah, it, it uh, sucks because like I I ha- I had no clue about any of these event uh, like any of these events around that time. Like because yeah. I was like checked out on the on the LP. I, honestly, and, um, I was checked out too. The LP. The only reason I knew about it was like Bergman and probably you, yeah. Jared. Were like, hey, he's coming up on the podcast, and then yeah, like I mean, I wasn't like an LP member. Yeah, we were but just I, like. I, I was just like, yeah, we'll get fucking Gary Johnson on our like little podcast that we're doing. Like, fuck yeah, why not? Like, yeah, yeah. And the, the pod, if you guys go to prlpodcast.com, you can still like search it up and listen to it. It's all up there. And it's um, like episode two twelve or something. Or just search his name. Oh no, way before that. This is like forty six or something. Yeah, this was like this was way yeah. back in the before times. Damn, this was like yeah. probably yeah, the first couple. Of, I don't even think was that vid was that audio only or was there video? I think yeah, it was audio, audio only. Audio it was just only. audio. Yeah, so because he didn't come down to the basement. He set up in his in Matt's living room. And yeah, <laughs> he sat on the couch and interviewed Gary Johnson. It was pretty weird. <laughs> just to think about, but it was cool. <laughs> like before, you know, this is before podcast kind of took off, and this is like probably about a year before I joined the podcast. So I didn't even know about this event going on. I probably probably would have posted to something like that. Who would but you rather was, have in your basement, Gary Johnson or John McAfee? Oh, John McAfee. John McAfee. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Right? Uh, like, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's no. John McAfee no, no, was he, he was going to come to the Pennsylvania debate mm-hmm. when they were all running for president. He was confirmed to be one of the the debating presidential candidates. And like that day, he his like his manager called up and be like, "Oh, he can't make it because of the weather, and there's no more flights or or something like that." And uh, meanwhile, like Richard Schwartz, like is uh, like a super like expert on like airlines and getting flights and deals and stuff. And he's like immediately like, "Oh, I've, here's a bunch of flights right here. We can get them here, no problem." And they're like, uh. <laughs> "Actually, he's got so, like cocaine okay, hangover." <laughs> yeah, like they totally bullshitted us, and like we we yeah. flagged them on it, and like in like immediately, and they're just like, uh. <laughs> so. Whatever, I, I, I think that I don't think there's a you know I, th- I don't think anybody would uh, disagree with saying that like McAfee's a bullshitter, you know, like pushing some shit coin for pumping it like on a pump and dump scam or oh, you yeah. know like he was like the king of that shit in 2016 17. Yeah, and we're we're not talking about. I mean, I like I I like his attitude and I, I like his disregard for authority, but I I wouldn't take anything he says at face value. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a good way to put it for him. I would have voted for Austin. So let's, I'm hoping that <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping he's out there, man. I'm hoping he's out there listening to the show right now from whatever like sailboat he's on or whatever. Maybe he's on Epstein's island, dude. Maybe, maybe he somebody's got to start using it again, <laughs> right? Somebody's got to repurpose it for a good cause. Maybe no, we'll the, send- Fed, the Fed's already doing that. Don't worry. We'll send we'll send Luke out to uh, or this name cause to check out yeah, Epstein's <laughs> Island again. <laughs> the FBI found a new. Oh, that um, was hilarious. Yeah. What happened? What Luke Luke Radowski and some yeah. dudes went to Epstein's Island. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh that? yeah. You never saw that episode? No. I mean, was, I don't watch Luke Radowski. Oh, <laughs> oh, it was Luke and uh, who's it? The Dollar oh. Vigilante. The dude from uh yeah was, oh yeah that guy I forget his name but yeah they both like they're, they're both kind of insufferable to be honest yeah dollar vigilante yeah they're 
Man, it's just like what's <sighs> Luke showed up at Luke showed up at the pork fest that I went to and like he was like walking around like he was too cool for school. Like he had on like these sunglasses and he was just like, yeah, but he always does that. No, I was like, like no, okay, this is funny because uh, before I, I knew the name, but I just never knew the face to it. You know, you just yeah. hear the name. So in 2019, when when me and Kyle went to the Ron Paul event in Dulles, Virginia, we sat down at a table and this guy just sits down next to us, just eating a sandwich. He's just like, eating, he has like a little sandwich. He's just eating a sandwich. And just <laughs> like, a, watching man, sandwich. Was it like a finger sandwich. Cause you're kind of yeah, like, right. It wasn't like a whole fucking sandwich, like a big old fucking hoagie. It was like, no, a it was just sandwich. a little thing. It was just a little sandwich. He's eating. He's oh, that's so just, dainty. So dainty. It was very dainty. And like, I didn't realize people were coming up to him and like, they were like, hors d'oeuvre. Yeah, they were like, they were talking Hort-a-hor. to him and like asking Hort-a-hor. him like, and I'm like, who is this guy? And then like, after he got up, I saw, I reckon I was like, Oh shit, that's, that's Luke. Like, Oh shit. Like we are changed. Okay. Like that makes sense. I get it now. And, yeah. um, yeah, and he was also at Pork Fest this year. He was at Pork Fest. Yeah, yeah, yo, he had he had this fucking German Shepherd with like, yeah, that was a little like I'm like, eh, dog's a little like, I mean, it seemed pretty. Ah, uh, no, but there was a couple times where I'm like, yo, this dog's gonna fuck one of these dogs up, like, <laughs> <laughs> like because there was like a bunch of dogs up at Pork Fest, and I was kind of like, hey man, like, I don't think your dog, like, I was kind of like, I don't know, super high, so I get in my like. But uh, I get in my Caesar Milan mind, or like you know the dog whisperer, and yeah. I'm just like, I don't know, man. Bad vibes from this dog, man. Yeah, I'm like, this dog this is dog's like, up, to, up to no good. Yeah, it's I was kind of like, your dog seems a little like it seems pretty well trained, but it's not a Jedi yet, and this dog might fuck one of these like little <laughs> yappers, like these little fucking you know, because yeah. I mean, Pomeranians. I a, yeah, like I got a boxer pit mix, and I'm like. I was thinking about, I was like, she'd be pretty cool, but I'm like, no, she would not. I'm not bringing this dog to Pork Fest. It's like, right. so it's kind of like a little sketched out. I was like, I don't think this is a Pork Fest dog, man. Like, I was a little sketched out. <laughs> so I said hi to him, but to your point, it's like bringing your dog to a rock concert. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, would you uh, bring your dog to a rock concert? You know, I just don't think it's a, maybe it's not going to be the yeah. best environment for a lot of dogs. Right, especially all those, if, all those people, all of those smells, all of those noises, all of that excitement—that could be, right. freak a lot of dogs out. Especially, yeah, right. Especially dogs that aren't particularly social, not that well trained, or B that are super fucking protective. Like my dog no, was, uh, was 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 Tim. I mean, if you got like an old there? sleepy dog with like uh, bad bad hips, you know, like yeah. that's a good dog. That's a poor <laughs> yeah. dog. That's a yeah, was a uh, question. Tim, was was Tim Davis there? No, unfortunately, no. I reached out to him before oh, uh, to see if he was going this year. I think he had like a wedding or he had something else going on. When I went, he he had his dog there and his dog was like so well, beha- like his dog was just running around. Oh, yeah. Like, super well behaved, like always yeah. like coming back. And if you got if you got a friend, if you got a friendly dog, that's a pork fest dog. But if you have a yeah. dog, that's like. That's not like too. uh kind of strangers yeah right that one home yeah you want a dog that yeah, i got that's... to dog sit at pork fest for uh <laughs> yeah. for jacob hornberger when he did his speech i got to hold jacob's yeah. dog did you know jacob has a dog now <laughs> no I, did, I, I missed the speech but i got to take care of this dog and it is true like girls come up and talk to you when you have a dog it's Yo, like I can, like it, it totally totally worked was that this year he spoke <laughs> yeah so this oh, is nice. how so I, I got up at like 5.30 in the morning. I stayed up at my brother's house in uh, in Reading, Pennsylvania. 
So my girl, yeah, yeah, or reading. So my my girl Tierra and I are like drive up from Reading. We leave my brother's house at like five thirty in the morning. So my brother watched my dog. Because speaking of dogs, so we drive from Reading, leave at five thirty in the morning. I got there about two o'clock. So I was like texting uh, Otto, and I was like, "Hey man, like," and he he came up with Kyle, one of our other uh, our uh, Mises organizers in Maryland. So they were driving up together, and he's like, "Yeah, we're about two hours behind." And uh, I was like, all right, cool. Like, and uh, they were staying at Babs's site and literally right. Babs site. And my site was like right down, like just literally three doors down, three doors down <laughs> and uh, or campsites down. But um, so I go like I set up the tent, park the truck, get get all settled, change, kind of freshen up. My girl freshens up. We walk down to the pavilion. Jake, I was like, oh, shit. Like we just got here. Like. Literally, like, like she like printed out the whole itinerary. Like, my girl's such a fucking tour guide, so she had like. But I'm like, I'm glad you did because, like, cool. Now I know the whole weekend itinerary. Right. Like, yeah, we have speaking. having to check our phones. Yeah, and I didn't. I don't, I don't want to be on my phone all the time. So it's like, hey, wake up, drink your coffee. Like, what's going on today? Hmm, you know, just checking down the list. So I didn't even like. We just get there. We're getting our bearing straight. Walk down to the pavilion, and and I'm like, oh shit, Jacob Hornberger's speaking about anyway and then uh, i'm yeah. sitting there and uh in the back and i didn't want to like go in all the way into the pavilion because he was already like mid-speech so i was just out in the back and the outskirts by the uh by the by the picnic tables and i see like this dog and it's it was and uh it was this little like puppy like lab like very rambunctious and I'm like, oh man, this dude is struggling holding this dog because it was one of those retractable leashes, which are the worst leashes. If you have a big dog that's pulling, you're a retard having a retractable leash. Like you got to have yep. it on it. Yeah, it's like look, that was me. Yes. So literally, I'm like, this guy's fucking struggling with a dog, and I walk up and I'm like, oh fuck, it's Babs. And this is after driving like eight, like ten yeah. hours like up early in the morning, like setting up a tent. I'm like, hot, like, I'm like, Oh fuck. I'm like, Holy shit. It's Babs. And he's like, Hey, this and dog Tierra, is hyper and hyper strong. shit. Yeah. Puppy, like a golden, it was like a, a Labrador puppy, Big but young, you know, yeah, like super rambunctious barking, like super in the middle cool of Jacob's dog, feet. So I'm like, Oh shit. It's Babs. And he's like, yeah, this is Jacob Hornberger's yeah. dog. So then like Tierra's <sighs> like, dude, she was loving the fact that there's all these dogs up at pork fest. So I was like, oh, shit, this is my friend, Jim. Like, hey, this is my girlfriend. And like, it was right, right when I got to Porkfest. It was so fucking cool bumping into Babs that way. But, well, uh, uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's let's uh, continue. Yeah, I want to talk about Porkfest. So why don't yeah, we? Uh, yeah, why don't we move this on over to the after hours? We'll make it a quick one. Uh, kind of give our recap of how everything went and all the events and all the drama that went down. Um, just, you know, a big, big, definitely big thank you. Uh, you know james for you know letting us stay at your at your spot man that was awesome that was so so oh, generous dude, of you to do totally man. great having you yeah dude, can't yeah, wait man. for next year i'm so excited for next year but um uh, uh we just wanted to uh, let you guys know that uh, our after hours podcast we're going to talk more about the pork fest uh, we're going to record it right after this uh please sign up for our patreon please um it greatly help us out um if you if you don't want to join patreon or it's anything else <laughs> it's only for, for extremists only. Yeah, if yeah. you guys want to live extreme, like to the extreme, <laughs> please sign up for our Patreon or it's go to or go to uh, prlfans.com 
and find out other ways to donate to the show. Send us some Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Just one one dollar a month will get you in the Patreon extremist level. Yeah, one dollar or one or one Bitcoin. That's all we send yeah. us some Bitcoin. Either one. Expect going back up again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so so uh, say. <laughs> So, yeah, and we also uh, we have t-shirts for sale over at libertariancountry.com. If you use the code PRL at PRL podcast, you get yourself a 10% discount or use the code PRL2 and get yourself a 20% discount if you spend $50 or more. Uh, we're brought to you tonight by um, Hidden in Plain Sight by Moral Bob, his podcast. And uh, until next time, everybody, live free or die.